0: Hey there and welcome back to the show. Jessica Stevens here, your host of I Just Blank Now What. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Now What Wednesday. So excited to have all of you here with me again. Can you believe that it is already October? The final quarter of 2023 is here and upon us. Oh my goodness, before you know it, will be Canadian Thanksgiving then Halloween, then American Thanksgiving, Christmas. we got a whole bunch of holidays ahead of us before we wrap up this year. And I'm just so excited to bring in the back end of this season with all of you too. So today we have another co-hosted episode. My beautiful friend, Jamie Monty, is joining me today as my co-host. Jamie and I met many years ago when we were both in the corporate world and through agency relations. And we just hit it off. She's such a fun friend, also an entrepreneur now. She also left um, shortly after I did. And uh, we reconnected, and she has an amazing business. She's a CPA, and all-around awesome, awesome lady. So I invited her to come back on the podcast because she was actually a guest in a previous season. And truth be told, her episode is still one of the most popular episodes to date on the podcast so make sure you go look at for jamie's episode uh, from a few seasons back okay so today uh, on the show we are going to be talking about mentorship and coaching and i'm going to be unpacking a few stories of mentors that i've had and some thoughts on mentorship versus coaching and why people may need it or why people may want to consider finding themselves a mentor or why someone might wanna become a mentor. I know I get a lot of joy out of helping other people. So without further ado, let's get to the now what. Have you ever had a situation happen in your life that you weren't expecting, good or bad, and said to yourself or out loud, oh my gosh, I just fill in the blank, now what? Me too, friend, me too. I've had quite a few actually, and in the moment, I never knew what I was gonna do next. Of course, I had to figure it out, sometimes the hard way, but I did figure it out. So join me and some amazing guests this season as we all share our own, I just blank, now what stories, so we can all learn from their transformational lessons to help us all answer that lifelong and often paralyzing question, now what? Hey friend, did you just think to yourself, I just love this podcast, now what? Well, I hope you do, and if you did, I got the answer. Become a patron and support the show. For just a $5 financial gift a month, you can access episodes early and without ads. Plus, you'll be entered to win our monthly Patreon giveaway, like books and courses from our guests and some fun merch. For just a $10 a month contribution, you'll become an all-access patron and also get bonus exclusive content from me and some of our guests. Behind the scenes, Q&A, bonus questions, all of it. So head over to patreon.com backslash I just blank and now what? Or click on the link in the show notes and become a patron today. All right. Hello, Lady Janie
1: hello (laughs) how's
0: it going girlfriend oh my gosh it's good to see you
1: i am so happy to be back and recording another episode with you because last time was so much fun so just excited to be here yeah
0: and you know what like still to this day even you know five episodes deep your episode is still one of the top listens to episodes of the of the whole show
1: Oh my gosh. That makes me really happy. So yeah, thank you
0: the people loved you. So that's why another reason why I <laughs> needed to have you back as a co-host today, because yeah, they really resonated with your story. And this journey of co-hosting is like, we're, we're on the other side. You're, you're co-host number four of wonderful people in my life who I know from different ages and stages. And Jamie and I know each other through like our career. And then both transitioning into the amazing world of entrepreneurship and you know working in spaces of service and helping other people. So we have so much in common there. But yeah, that's that's how you and I know each other. And it's funny, here's a fun story about me and Jamie. We had lunch the other day for the first time You know, like, I don't, we've, we've gone for coffee. We've had like little meetups, but we've actually never shared like a full-on meal together before as friends. And uh, she came to my house But this lady here kind of forgot to tell me that she's a vegetarian. (laughs) (laughs) And so I had prepared this whole wonderful lunch. Thankfully, it was like mostly plant-based, but there was definitely some meat protein mixed in there with um, our pizza and our salad. And I'm like, Jamie, that's kind of like important information to tell somebody when you're going to their house that you don't (laughs) eat meat. I forget
1: all the time. It's been so long, honestly. Like I just, and I'm always like, there's always going to be something for me to eat. I think that's, yeah. uh, that's, but yeah, I know kind of important information. Yeah.
0: But you know <laughs> what it also says is like, even though you know somebody and we've been friends for like a long time until you do certain things with those friends, there's so much you don't know about them.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's very true. It's yeah. Yeah. Because it's been a long time for me, but what we haven't eaten together. Yeah, so how until would you, you ever share a meal. Have known? you
0: you know, sharing a meal with the, with somebody, you really do learn so much about them. And yes. then the other thing that you learn a lot about is traveling. When you travel with somebody, you learn a whole lot about them. And I know you're about to take off on an adventure with some friends. So uh, yeah, you learn a lot about each other when like you share a hotel room, you you share meals, you know, tra- transportation all everyone's personalities start coming up. But I have a feeling that you and I would actually travel well together too. I have a feeling too.
1: I think yeah. we're, we're a good mix of like go we're... with the flow and plan a little bit.
0: That's, yeah. that's yeah. my style. It's a, like... good, a good hybrid. Yeah. A good hybrid. Yes. All right, everybody. So we're going to jump in today's episode. As you know, I have had uh, you know some amazing, wonderful friends come on and co-host with me this season to help me kind of share some of my personal stories with all of you in more of a conversational way and Jamie is is here and we're gonna dig into a really fun topic that she picked again remember I don't know what these topics are well in advance we literally picked this yesterday (laughs) so I've been noodling a little of some thoughts but Jamie what are we talking about today
1: we are talking about mentorship and coaching so
0: yeah, very juicy topic, I think. Very juicy topic. And two things that both of us are have a huge passion for. So I think we're going to have a really, really great conversation about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes, me too. All right, over to over to you, <laughs> Ms. Host.
1: <laughs> I love it. Do I just... I'm like, this is it. I'm hosting now. I love it. Yeah, okay, so... I, you're the
0: interviewer. <laughs> I'm the interviewee, so...
1: Over you, my friends. The torch has been passed. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is really mentorship and coaching, and like, how do you define them? And do you think they're the same thing? Or tell me, tell me what your thoughts are about that. The
0: I would say they are extremely similar, but very distinct as well. To me, let's start with mentorship because I think mentorship is has a huge 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 umbrella to it like it it like covers so much stuff and it and it is an important thing to have a mentor in your life at different ages and stages for different things to me like when i think when i think back to over my lifetime not that it, you know that made me sound super super old but like <laughs> over my life over my career i have had many many mentors whom have come into my life to provide guidance, right? Mm-hmm. And especially in areas and spaces in which they are, quote unquote, experts in, and, and you, the mentee being maybe new to that space, new to that field, and are seeking some guidance and seeking some support not someone who's necessarily going to tell you what to do um, okay. or how to do it but just sharing their experience with you and giving you a little bit of a of a floodlight on like here here's what's going on here's the lay of the land here's some things to watch out for here or and then you know, help guide you and navigate that space in a little bit of an easier way because they've obviously gone and done it. Right. Like they're like, however many paces down the path that you want to do. Like normally when I think of a mentor, especially when you're thinking about career, you, you need some mentors in those spaces and industries in which you want to grow in and and that's to me what a mentor is. Normally, there isn't any financial exchange with a mentor y relationship, and it can be long-term. It's not something that's necessarily like constant touch-ins or touch points. This could be somebody who you have built a relationship with over time, and every you know every so often you kind of circle back to them, been like, okay, so. I'm now part of this forest. Where, where, where do we go from here, right? Like it's it's so much more of a Sherpa, right? Like someone who's gonna like guide mm. you through, but they're not there to, by any means, do, do any of the heavy lifting for you. Mm. They're not there to give you like, mm. here's the plan. Like do A, do B, do C. Do... They're, they're like, here, think about this consider that you may want to talk to this kind of a person. You may need to brush up on these kinds of skills. Like they are like much more what I refer to as air support.
1: I love it. I think that's a really big distinction too, is like, they're not there to do the heavy lifting for you. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that people can get a little bit, like I've heard of others providing mentorship and saying you know sometimes these mentees are just coming to me being like okay so give me give me stuff give me what to do or give me give me you know and it's like if you're not bringing anything to the table and then you're not going to get much out of the yeah like or it's not a mentorship mentee relationship
0: exactly you know like I guess a famous character from, you know, pop culture that I would associate like a a mentor is like Yoda,
1: (laughs) right? Like
0: Yoda's just there, like spewing some knowledge and like making you think and like pointing Mm. you in directions, but he is not doing anything for you.
1: Yes. Yes. I see that. That, that is a (laughs) really, but he's
0: like empowering you and inspiring you and like, he's, he's dropping knowledge. Like he's not just there. Well, go figure it out. Like he is helping you, but he's helping you in a way that is empowering you to like, go and do these things. Right.
1: Knowledge um, that will help fuel the, the action. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I've taking. had some, and I've had some amazing mentors over my lifetime. We also have mentors when we're kids, mm. right? Like, and the thing is, is like mentors show up in different packages for all of us in different times. Like and different relationships. Sometimes, you know, it's a dual relationship. Your parent is also your mentor. Yes. Or your or your 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 sports coach is also your mentor, or a teacher is also your mentor, or you know, somebody who it works in your office may not be your direct supervisor or line in terms of like roles, but there's somebody in that office who you you use as your mentor to help you know navigate this world of of corporate career or, or whatever industry it is that you work in whether you're a teacher whether you work in healthcare you know you have these mentors who are kind of have been around the, been around the block for a really long time and they're the go-to person to be like i i need some help <laughs> right like but you you appreciate and acknowledge that they're also a extremely, you know, time-sensitive person because they're they're doing their thing. So it's not like they're, as I said, they're not there to do the work for you, but they're definitely there to be like, go down that hall, talk to that person. Like, that's the way. That's the way, Yoda. <laughs> that's, the that's, way. The way. <laughs> that's the way. That's the way. Turn left here. Turn left here. So that's to me, like the, the mentorship. I was very fortunate that my dad was also in the same industry that I was in. And so when I was coming up in my career, my, my first professional mentor also happened to be my dad. Wow. Which was awesome and helpful because he knew me. But you also want to find out mentors, find mentors who you don't necessarily have a very close personal relationship with either because you want them to not know everything about you mm, and know your weaknesses biases, and too. not know your strengths and not have any biases. So, mm-hmm. um, yes, eventually a, men- a mentor mentee relationship will grow and you'll, you'll learn a lot about each other, but it's not a bad thing for your mentor to not know you in a personal setting, but really in a professional place because then they, they can't like shortcut things like, Oh, I know your personality. So I'm just going to like they're there to really set the stage. Yes. And not kind of, you know, decide for you, oh, this is this will be better for you because I know you. you Cuz
1: that is the shortcut and then you're not giving the lesson. Exactly. You're not teaching a man to fish. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just- <laughs> you're like, "Hey, here, go do this." <laughs> so yeah, so that's for me like the mentorship. I've had some amazing mentors as I said, some many of them who I still have relationships with, many who I you know, it's not a f- frequent conversation with, but it's a a check in. Like, just last week, I called one of my old bosses for a chat. You know, she she also left the ad- the advertising industry and went into recruitment, and so she is somebody who has like her finger on the pulse of like what's kind of going on in the industry. And I just want to have a conversation with her. I'm like, hey, you know, there's some changes happening in my life, and this is what's going on. So I just wanted to, you know, have a chat. And like, it was great. We had like a 30 minute catch up, you know, talked about this, that, and the other. And she's like, Hey, you might want to think about this. I'm like, Hmm, awesome. That was not something that I would even have even considered. So yeah, appreciate that. So, and then there's other mentors that I have in the entrepreneurial space, because you also need to remember, like people are experts in various places and stages. And you need, you might need multiple mentors. If you're doing like, depending on what you're doing and depending on the stage of life, like you're at, you know, personally too. you know, entering into married life, you might need somebody to talk to who is also married and is like navigating relationships. Or when you become a mom, maybe there's a mom that you really admire and you can go to for some support and help. Like that, mom is just going to kind of mentor mentor you through mother motherhood. It might be your own mom if you have mm-hmm. that kind of relationship, great, or a, a relative, or it might be somebody completely different. So, yeah, you people need lots of mentors. People need lots of mentors in all the different areas of their life, too. Do you
1: think that it needs to be a? I'm trying to look for the word like unofficial mentor mentee. Relationship that a discussion is had, or do you have some people that you call your mentors, but it's not really—it's more of the essence of the relationship. But you wouldn't say you're my mentor.
0: Absolutely, both. (laughs) I think there's a there's a place in the space for both official and unofficial Mm. uh, agreements, right? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I really like you. I want you to be my mentor. You know, and this is what I. I'm looking for from you, but this is what I'm going to show up with too. I think that's important, especially when you're looking at men- mentors who are like highly successful and they have like limited time. You want to make sure that they know when you're coming to them, you're coming with purpose so that they make that time for you because they know you're serious. And so I, yeah. I think that's really important to have like an actual conversation and be like, I, I want to learn from you. I want to, I want to be a sponge. Will you, will you drip on me? Right. And they, and that's great because it really helps them know, like, what, what is this? You, you want to, you just want to meet for coffee. Like, I don't, I don't have time for coffee. Like, but if you're like, Hey, this is why then they're like, Oh yeah. Happy to be your mentor most of the time. Right. And they'll be honest with you. Like, this is how much time I will be able to dedicate to you too. Right. There needs to be a little bit of an understanding of like, How much of a commitment on both sides is this going to be and agree to it? So I I fully think that there's spaces and places where official mentor, mentee arrangements are necessary. And then there's places and spaces where it can be much more casual, much more relaxed and much more organic, where it just kind of evolved into that relationship Mm. and both people respect the other. And it's not, a taking advantage situation. Like you know that you are coming to this person for support and help and you're you're mindful of that. And you know that this person is needing support and you're mindful of that. And like, you know, even if you have a personal friendly relationship, there's times when that person picks up the phone and is calling you. You can you can notice you're like, oh, this conversation is not just like, hey, how's it going? This like she's coming <laughs> to me with something and I'm gonna like Yes, bring bring the goods, but it's it's kind of informal. It's like when when the situation arises, this person kind of finds seeks you out and you're like, okay, yeah, they are they are in some need and I have an opportunity to help. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them some guidance here.
1: And what about the coaching side of things? So, so now
0: let's yeah. switch, yeah, the coaching. <laughs> coaching's different. Coaching to me is really, specific right like you need a coach in an area in which you want to improve and get better in and so you are hiring a coach to train you Mm, right like if 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 we just like think of that whole sports analogy where coaches really dominate people's mind of like what is a coach a coach is there to like push you and Expand your skill set and and again, not doing the work for you. But that really, is a common thread, the two. <laughs> yes. But really <laughs> there to like make make sure you're doing the things that you need to do to achieve the the goal or the objective that you have both set out is is what our time is being spent on right? Like very, Mm -hmm. very focused. Like we're going to like get, you know, not that the other things in your life are not important. They are and a holistic look at your whole life. But if you're hiring a coach, you're hiring a coach for a specific thing. Like I see a money coach, Mm -hmm. a personal trainer for your physical health. You're hiring somebody to be your business coach, help you with strategic direction of where your business is going and what you want it to do. You are, you are hiring a a coach to help you with your relationship with your partner or your spouse, right? You're going to do work together on making your relationship better. You are hiring a coach. That person is, their objective is to get you from A to B and you mm-hmm. together have decided what is B, what's the goal. And then they're going to we- put a plan together be like, here's, here's, here's how we're going to get there. And then you need to agree and be like, all right, I'm willing to do that work. And, and would you say that a
1: coach is more likely to tell someone what to do than a mentor? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Here's what you need to do. Here are the steps. Drop and give me 20
1: coach. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> right.
0: Drop and give yes. me 20. You're running lines today. We need to build your endurance. So how we build your endurance is you're running suicides for the next 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. Or today is a weight training day. Today is a this day. Right. So there could be like different things, but it's all with the focus of that objective. And it's normally like a shorter amount of time. Like I think mentor-mentee relationships are long drawn out over years, different stages of life, whatever. But when you have a coach, it is a short term, you you figure out what that term is, time frame to get you from A to B. And then if you need to re-up and then hire that coach again for another thing after you hit that goal and you're on to the next one, Cool. But it's that coach uh, to me is like here for a timeline and a specific thing. And once you both, when you get there, you're like, awesome. Let's reassess. Do you, does, Is this the right coach to get you to the next stage? Or is it, do you need to, to look at somebody else? Because there's different coaches for different phases too, right? Like you want to coach in a startup world, that coach is going to help you get from like zero to a certain amount awesome. Amazing. Right. And then you're like, okay, I'm ready to scale. I'm ready to grow. I'm ready to do these things. And you're you're like, she's like, I'm a startup coach. I help you get people from zero to this. Now you want to, you want a coach that's going to help you get to these next levels. Well, that's a whole different person. So you also need to evaluate the relationship with your coach and been like, is this the right coach for this, this specific thing that I need?
1: Interesting. I think that I see a lot of coaches or people marketing themselves as coaches where they're constantly changing their specialty. You ever see that? (laughs) And I find when I see that I, I, I get a little like, well, what do you do do really? But I also think that that somebody can be a coach who does that. Like, like somebody can be a general life coach, right? For sure. Life coach. And they might be involved in different aspects of your life. Like I think I've, like I've worked with a life coach who ended up being an excellent business coach for me because that's just what was important to me at the time. Yeah, but I do think the red flag of changing the <laughs> changing the specialty very often. You're like, oh, what are you doing over
0: there? Yeah, like. <laughs> Going with with the wind flowing, like we, what's the what's trending right now? What kind of coach is trending right now? I'm going to be that coach, like that to me is yeah that's a bit of a red But you know, for me, like I've also had amazing coaches that I've worked with. That yeah, it was really targeted and really specific. It's like this is this is the muscle that I need to work on, and this is the person that I need the support and help with.
1: What is what would you say is one of the most impactful?
0: Coaching relationships that you've had. So, in my business, it's very different in the sense of like when when you start a business in the social marketing space, it comes with a built-in mentor and a built-in coach, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's kind of like a, a, a all packaged up for you, which is great because the person who is your mentor, you know, slash coach in this situation, has done the thing that you want to do, right? And they are, as I said, however many paces down the path further than you are. And so mm-hmm. you're literally like following the trail that they've set. And at a certain point, they're also, they're still going down the path too. And they're still growing and they're still like making moves in their own life and their own business. So one of the most impactful re- coaching relationships that I've had is with my very first mentor in my social marketing business is because, well, yes, she's at further down the path from me. We're like, growing and going and growing together so there has and there was this like shift in like I am she's coaching me and it's been amazing and I learned so much from her but at the exact same time I'm coaching her in the sense of like her leadership and her growth and her how she deals with people like there's been now this exchange it's kind of like this concept that you know these Gen G, Gen Zs and Millennials have so much to teach Gen Xers and and Boomers in the workplace. Like it's not just always the the senior people or the older people who are the leaders or the coaches, and everyone else is are the trainees. The relationship can flip, where you then are bringing in different skill sets. You are maybe a stronger in a different space. That then you're like oh. We're going to, this is a symbiotic relationship. Like I'm learning this thing from you because you're better at that, but I'm now also teaching this to you Mm. or coaching you in this space because it's something that I'm actually better at. I see. Right. So it's sometimes it's really nice when you have a relationship like that with somebody where it's mutually beneficial, where you're both contributing to the pot and you're both learning and growing and Being each other's accountability and coach—that's all all wrapped up in a bow. Mm-hmm. It's rare, but it's possible.
1: Yeah, that I've seen that. I know. Yeah, it's it is, and it's it's nice too. It's it's nice to to have almost like a, it's almost a collaborative approach, a partnership. Yeah, yeah. And then in terms of what your because it sounds like what your your business provides is both the mentorship and the coaching right so yeah so they're they're in one one place now when you work with your mentees I'll say I don't know if you use a different term but we'll just say mentees for this for the ease of it do you is it very is it structured is it like what's your style
0: you know it's really interesting is like Yes, there's, there's, there's a style that is obviously optimal and, and ideal, but people are people. And so you really have to actually change your style and change how you are based on who you're working with. Yeah. Right. Like I have some, some amazing people whom I mentor and what they need from me is very different than what others need from me. Like some of them are like, I want you to like, act like my boss. Mm, right. Like, like b- this is be, due by this day. Beyond <laughs> me. Like, where is this? <laughs> this is what you said you were going to right? Like they yes. they're because okay. they're, they're still in that employee mindset. They haven't fully transitioned to this entrepreneurial mindset of they are, they are their own boss and therefore they're, they need to take ownership. They're still transitioning out of this mindset of I'm an employee. That's my employer. What I do is being looked at or checked, or I, I, I I need to submit this. Like there's like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so it takes a little while to get out of this mindset of like, I work for somebody else versus I work for myself. I am my own boss versus someone else decides what my, 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 my rates, my value, my worth, like all that stuff. So until they've been able to kind of like transition out of that, that mindset, sometimes you need to kind of act like somebody's boss at times to be like, Hey, you said you were going to get me that thing. Where is it? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hey, you were gonna, you know, tell me every day what, what, what your actions were, what you did, Mm -hmm. where is it? Right. Like sometimes you need to be that account, like that level of accountability. And but other people who are self-starters, very like independent, whom you know are they're doing they're doing the thing. It's more of a check-in, like, hey, how's it going? How, how you feeling? What what was what was that like? Like it's the same thing in a in a working relationship. Sometimes you have people on your team whom you don't need to micromanage. You can give them a long leash they they will manage up they're going to come to you hey you know what's going on so you, whether you're an employee and you're working in the corporate you know in the employee employer exchange or you're an, a, an entrepreneur and you're self-employed like these all apply because you have an entrepreneurial mindset even if you're an employee where you're like i own my role Mm -hmm. this is my responsibility. These are my things. No one else needs to tell me what I need to do. I'm doing it. And I, I manage up, I report in, here's the findings. It's all fixed. It's all done versus like, we have a problem. And (laughs) I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yes. So same thing in the entrepreneurial space, you still have people who are self-starters and then you still have people who need a coach who's going to like prod them and been like, where's that? Here's here here's in order to achieve this. Here's the plan. Go back to you know. Versus here's what I want to do. What do you think this plan looks like? Where would you think I should tweak this? Right. So yes, you certainly. still need to uh, kind of adapt your approach based on the, the personalities or where they are in their journey to really be supportive and helpful. Because like dropping somebody in the deep end like some some people love that they're like drop me in the deep end I will figure out how to swim great but if you drop somebody else in the d- deep end they will sink to the bottom and you're not setting them up so for success you need to spend some time with them in the baby pool and like with the floaties on in the baby like, pool like love here we this go imagery. you're so All right? good at
1: this <laughs> the analogy we're, we're going to get wet like <laughs> but that's
0: literally what you have to do with some people
1: yes and i think that Some people, when they're looking to hire a coach or a mentor, part of the hiring is, or part of the the dynamic for them is the accountability piece. And I think that comes from either, because it can also be in like a structure, like in a group thing where you're like, I know being coached by this person means I'm part of this group. And if I show up to the group and I haven't done anything for the week, then I'm ashamed kind of thing. Um not that we want to shame people to into taking action, but I think that some people like that accountability, that extra little fire under them to to yeah. to do things. And I also think that there've been times in 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 my past where I've hired somebody to put money behind my words. You know, like do you really want to do this? Do you are you really serious about improving your your health and strength? Mm-hmm. then put the money behind a trainer, then yeah, because you, if you know, you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Yeah. So like, there's something I think there's also and I don't like to get too much into this, because I think it could be a little bit of a toxic thing in the space, but a little bit of the putting the money down energetically, and investing energetically, like with with money to, to encourage yourself to get those results and to leverage using that that guidance from that coach or that mentor. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yes. Yeah, for sure. Because people are motivated by different things. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're like, I need to pay somebody to kick my ass at the gym. That's somebody who needs a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Right? I know, Sometimes you want people to yell at you. That's how I feel. Like yeah, no, in certain I like, right?
1: areas. Yeah. Like in certain areas, I like, I want a coach that is going to like call me out on my shit and mm-hmm. and and then in other areas i might want someone that's a little bit more gentle you know In the baby pool in the baby pool Come, Jamie. We're
0: swimming. Ba-
1: <laughs> we're swimming i know this scares you whatever <laughs> so yeah i think those are also some some differences in even the styles like some some people i feel like they have their style and and that's it. And that's what you go to them for. And yeah. then other people like you know, like you might be like, it's very custom, it's very much based it's bespoke on because
0: what, I want yes. them to get the most out of the experience. And so being a drill master, right, works for some people. That's great. Mm-hmm. And it and it is like counterproductive for other people. Same thing for parents, right? I'm sure anyone who's a parent out there listening, you have you have children. And you can be a taskmaster with one child because that's what they need. And mm-hmm. if you were that, if you were that kind of parent with your other child, like it is not going to go well. Right. So you have to adapt your parenting style, um, for your kids, same thing, you know, for me personally as a coach, I want to adapt my coaching style because I'm able to, to, get the most out of who am I co- I'm coaching. Because that's the goal. We, we, we want everyone to to succeed, right? Yeah. When they succeed, you succeed. And so it's not about like blunt object here, right? Like yes, when you hold a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yes. Right? <laughs> and that's like you, what you want to do. Like yeah. I have a hammer. This is my tool. I'm just mm-hmm. going to bash everything. But you got to be like, what's my multi-tool? I and I'm I'm very fortunate that I feel like I am a multi-tool. I have different things that do different stuff for different people.
1: Now, I want to kind of shift gears a little bit and talk of, about what we spoke about when we were having lunch. <laughs> we kind of talked a little bit about emotions and about about empathy and being an empath and feeling mm-hmm. other people's emotions and I'm curious how that comes into play for you as a coach and a mentor, because I know from my experience, I'll never forget when I was in the corporate world, that was looked at as a weakness for me. Mm -hmm. And I think it can be a strength or weakness being an empath, right? I think in certain situations, but I think mostly it can be a bit of a superpower. And I think you said to me that you, you, Feel like you're an empath, right? Is that other people have told me
0: that
1: I am. (laughs) Other people have told you that you are. Okay, so how do you think that comes into play in that relationship where you're you're pushing somebody, essentially, right? Like if you're coaching or you're trying to help get, you're trying to get the best results from (laughs) them, but also in the in that experience, like I've had experiences. Where, you know, you're on a coaching call and you're upset, you're crying because you're pushing through some pretty Mm -hmm. tough, tough spaces. So how does your how do your feelings on the other end of that impact how you act in these situations or do they?
0: Oh, yeah. You have to like if you are in tune with your own emotions, you can. This is a bad word. You can control them. Mm hmm. But I and that's not a that's not a bad thing, right? I don't Especially think that's a bad. Yeah, when you're in a situation where you need to hold space for other people, right? So if if I am having a coaching session with somebody and they are highly emotional, very upset, you know, things are going on, they're in tears, I absolutely am empathetic to how they're feeling but it does not serve them for me to absorb all of that emotional charge that they're throwing at me and be in the cry fest with them,
1: Mm -hmm. right? Like
0: I need to hold space so that they can do their release. They can get all of the feelings out that they need to get out in a container that is protected for them and that my emotions now aren't going to come into the mix and make them feel even fuel fuel it, right? Like, you know, when couples have conversations and they're both coming in with their emotions about a topic, that's what gets conversations going like sideways really quickly is because they're both adding fuel to this fire and their emotions are mixing. But if one person is designated I'm the I'm the space holder I'm the container I will hold the space for you for you to freely get out all the things that you need to get out without my stuff spilling into it that is that is the superpower right I love it and so you as the coach need to be very attuned to all of your own personal emotions and do your own work of releasing them and 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 all of that stuff so that when you are called service being like, I need to show up for this person, your own personal feelings in that moment, maybe what you were going through earlier that day or whatever, aren't now going to be spilling into this conversation because now you've been triggered by somebody crying in front of you mm-hmm. or, or, or sharing a story that may trigger a personal emotion for you because of your experiences or whatever so you can empathize like i've been there girl right i've been there that has happened to me you don't want to now get transported back to how you were feeling when that happened to you because then you're going to be like oh my god (laughs) like right you got to hold that space and so energetically being in tune with your own emotions and being able to like Crank them up and down, or even if you need to shut them off in that moment, because it's not going to serve anybody, if you are now also throwing your emotions into into the pot here, is something that a good coach, facilitator, whatever, has worked on to be able to, to do that. Mm
1: -hmm. knowing their emotions knowing how to control their emotions and knowing to hold space for other people's emotions yeah and what their role is in that
0: Yeah, exactly and not and and especially identifying do they need me to answer this do they need me to fix this or do they just need to release and share all of this and they just want me to hold it Mm -hmm. sometimes they don't want you to do anything with it they just need to get it out
1: yes I'm like but. the queen of that. I love. It. I just. I'm like. Let me just get all of this out right now, and then when I once I do, I have clarity. Perfect.
0: Yeah. You just need to sit here and You just. For you a minute, just need. So. I just need to be that container for you, <laughs> yes. right? And that's what happened at lunch. I sat there. I listened, and you're like, "I'm sorry," and I'm like, "I am holding space for you here today, my friends. We are, we are sharing salad and lots of emotion. Like, yes, but that's yes. what you need." Mm-hmm. And that's what a, what a coach is is partly there to do is to sometimes hold space and let that person be who they are in that moment without the push, without the, okay, like, you know, toughen up, you know, buttercup like this. No, like that's not the drill sergeant coach that person needs in that moment. Mm-hmm hey, another session, ready, drop and give me 20 for sure. But in that moment, like they need to be like, I acknowledge, I have empathy for you. I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to be the container that you need me to be today.
1: Yes. Yeah. I love it. So coaches, mentors, combination of the both, important at all stages, not here to do the work for you, here to guide you. So that you can work to get your results. And yeah, I think it's, I agree with what you said at the very start of our chat is really that people do, people need mentors at different phases of their lives. And they, and I really like what you said about the coaches, like getting coaches for specific results. We didn't talk about this, but I also think coaches are really good for getting, is, is really good when you want to kind of collapse the timeline of what the result you want to get. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think you did a really great job at painting the picture of what these relationships look like and can look like and challenges and everything. And
0: and I just want to tell everybody, like, in your lifetime, you will need many mentors, but you will mentor many at the same time, right? Like I, you think about, and that's like, that's, that's the circle. That's the exchange. Like, that's how you pay it forward. When a mentor spends time with you and, and is guiding you and helping you, how you pay that back is you pay it forward. You turn around and you pull somebody else up behind you and you're charting a, a path that somebody's trutching up and they're, you know, you're being a trailblazer for somebody else. So that is the importance of a, having a lot of mentors in your life, so that you can gain that experience and learn, but you also then turn around and do that for others.
1: I think a lot of people are going to feel very inspired after hearing this conversation to go out there and like pay it forward because yeah. that's the, yeah, I think that's, that's a and really your, nice.
0: And your mentor will look back and been like, look at my legacy. Like, this is how I helped this person do these things and look at all of these other people and they have now impacted. That's Uh all the payment they need as a mentor,
1: truly. Uh Uh
0: Right. And I think that's why I love the concept of mentorship because it really is just the gifts that we pay forward to other people and the gratitude for all the people who helped us. We're now going to turn around and do. So honestly, like between the two, I will take mentorship over coaching personally obviously coaching has its has place in its space. And it's something that you sometimes need in your life. And sometimes you don't, but everybody always needs mentorship and people always need to be mentored.
1: Love it. I agree. I agree.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right. Hey, how was that episode, everybody? That was a lot of fun. Thank you, Jamie, for coming and co-hosting with me today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And everybody, if you are not already a patron, head over to I just blank now what or patreon.com slash I just blank now what and Jamie and I are going to go hang out there. We're going to talk a little bit more about some stuff to be determined momentarily. But that's where all the patrons get all the juicy behind the scenes content. We're going to spill some tea. Maybe we're going to we're going to talk maybe about some bad coaching and mentorship relationships that we've had. But yeah, check us out there. And if this episode resonated with you, please give it a like, a share, a subscribe. Or if you know somebody who is in need of some guidance, maybe a mentor or somebody who you feel would be a a great mentor and they just need to be inspired to step into that role, please, please, please share this episode with them because it can help them figure out their very own. Now what? All right, bye-bye.